0: What's up, everyone? We're back with another episode of Dub Jelson Podcast, and today I wanted to do something a little different. Um, it is August 5th, 2020 by the time this comes out, which means it'll be officially one year since I started my podcast. Um, I released the first episode on August 5th of 2019 with my friends Andrew Edmund, Ryan Plummer, and Derek Brown. So shout out to them. Um, they're the ones that kind of got me started in this in this whole thing. But I just wanted to make a short 10-15 like, minute video, or uh, actually a podcast, just uh, won't be available on YouTube. I just wanted to express how much it means to me to see all the people that have supported me, have sent me messages saying, keep up the good work, you're doing great things, that uh, bought merch off the store, that have shared my, shared my work, shared my podcast um, on their own social medias. Excuse me, and have just been talking to me and um, giving me words of encouragement and um, showing me their support. It it truly means a lot. Um, I mean, from from where I was a year ago to where I am now, it's it's a nine day. It's not even close. When I started my podcast, I was to be honest. To be honest, I was fucking terrible. Um, Didn't wasn't prepared for the first. Probably ten podcasts, um, I would say. Just kind of spitballing things and not really working hard at preparing and kind of half-assing everything and not working to get new guests. Um, just kind of staying in my bubble um, of my friends. I did have I did have Hannah Helton on, um, which was kind of outside of my bubble, someone I didn't know. But other than that, I was just kind of staying comfortable and you can't you can't be comfortable in this life uh to succeed i think you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable um it's something that guys like David Goggins and Jacko Willink have talked about a lot um you have to step out of your comfort zone and uh, when this whole COVID-19 um, stuff happened is when i really got that fire under my ass to to get going and uh, really be motivated because I really didn't have anything else to do, um, if I'm being honest, just like everyone else, I would imagine. And so I ended up getting my first um, athlete on the podcast, Jordan Williams, who is also a type 1 diabetic. He's an MMA fighter. I've um, got a fight coming up here in October, actually. And that kind of made me realize what I could do with this podcast. Um I could grow it and talk to talk to literally anyone in the world, um, and just create relationships that way. Um, I also kind of use this podcast as a form of a uh, an internship, I guess, um, along with the Hammer and Rails blog that I write for. I kind of use these to prepare me for what I want to do. Excuse me, for what I want to do when I get older, uh, which is either live off the money I make off the podcast, or work for a big corporation like like ESPN, or Fox, or Fox Sports, or um, CBS Sports, or probably not Barstool, I'm not a big fan of those guys, but <clears throat> um, I think you guys get the idea of uh, the things that I want to do uh, in the future. But yeah, so I, I kind of wanted to talk about the kind of the process of of uh, how I started my podcast, how I came up with the idea, uh, and all of that stuff. So I have to backtrack all the way to freshman year um, at Purdue. I came into Purdue as a secondary education, specializing in social studies, which I really didn't want to do. I just did it because my GPA was it was kind of low uh, coming out of high school. I think it was like a three two. Three one three two, um, somewhere in that range, which is pretty low, so I knew that I could get into the teaching program at Purdue fairly easily, um, since there aren't an abundance of applicants, um, like in the field that I wanted to go into, which was athletic training. So I get into Purdue, um, right when I step on campus, I'm like, I'm not doing this teaching stuff, I'm doing athletic training. So I took all those, um, all the classes that I could that weren't restricted by, uh. Um, your declared major one of those weird things, and I ended up doing terrible that semester because i was I wasn't focused on school um, I was being social I was hanging out with my friends staying out too late um, things like that not waking up for class was a big one uh, and it kind of broke my spirit I guess um, I didn't really I didn't really see a future for myself um, anymore. After I, after I got that news um, that I had basically flunked out, I, I ended up with four F's, so I failed four classes. And then the one class that I didn't fail, I got a D in. So I was kind of shit out of luck, put myself in a hole that, I mean, I take all the responsibility for. Um, it wasn't anyone else's fault, it was just my own being ignorant. And so I was kind of, I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do now, like. Don't think I can get back into the athletic training program unless I stay for damn near five or six years. Um, so I was kind of thinking about that, and then I over over winter break, um, I ended up going to my friend Cam Swatchka's house, and I thank God every day that I went over to his house that night because I ended up watching UFC two thirty two, which was headlined by John Jones and Alexander Gustafson and um, Amanda Nose against Chris Cyborg that night, and that kind of, it didn't, that night specifically didn't change my life, nothing clicked that night, but it led to a whole bunch of events that um, ended up changing the trajectory, traje- trajectory, damn if I could talk, um, of my life, of my career path, what I wanted to do, my aspirations, my, my motivations, so I watched, I watched that card at my friend's house, and I was like, damn, this MMA stuff's pretty cool. So I started getting into it, and then, and then I kept getting into it and watching interviews and watching old fights, and I got obsessed. So then I started watching MMA all the time. Um, I'd watch it every weekend. So during that time, I discovered the Joe Rogan experience, um, which is another thing that I'm super happy was here. Um, at this point in my life I think is really valuable for me um just kind of inspired me I was listening to his um JRE MMA shows which I enjoyed um a lot and that's how I was kind of introduced introduced to him I didn't I mean if you told me hey Joe Rogan has a podcast out in November of 2018 I would have been like who the hell is that I don't care like get out of my face um so then I started watching him, and it kind of became religious. I would I would watch it every single day, um, on YouTube of course, or listen on Apple um, Apple Podcasts and all that stuff. Um, so I started watching watching his shows, and I became obsessed with Rogan. So I was watching it every day, and I was like, "Damn, I love this dude. Um, he's super relatable. Um, he's a great interviewer, and he has dope dope guests on his podcast." So, um at the end of last summer, so July twenty nineteen, I was I was listening to an episode, I forget which episode it was, I'll have to go back and try to find that out. But he was talking about how more people should start podcasts. And I was like, you know what, he's right, I I should start my own. So I was like, All right, screw it. I came up with the with the idea at work um, I was with my cousin, McGuire Plummer, at the time. I, he was the first person I told that I wanted to start a, uh, a podcast. And he was he was all on board. Um, so I started spitballing ideas to all my friends and asking around, um, telling people that I was going to start doing this, talk to my parents about it. Um, they were all for it. They just wanted me to be committed to it. Uh, at the beginning, I didn't really do Um, I recorded my first episode in August of 2019, I didn't record my second, actually, I did record my second episode in August, but it was two or three weeks later, like the last week of August, I believe, and then the third, fourth, fifth episodes, all that stuff, they were all super spread out, one would be like a week apart, the next three would be like three weeks from that, from that time, and all be in the same week, and I was just all messed up with that, and I was really only only having my friends on, um, like I like I talked about earlier. I really didn't step out of that bubble. Uh, so then I started getting more and more comfortable, which I guess was a blessing in disguise because I was getting more and more comfortable um, on the microphone, kind of projecting out what I was doing, and just getting that just getting that experience with people that I was comfortable with, and then um, like I talked about you. You at some point you have to make the leap, and and that's when Jordan Williams. Um, he's a big, he's a big um, influence in my life. Someone I look up to, um, someone I talk to regularly about how he's doing during this during this whole pandemic, um, how he's training. I know he just got injured, so I was talking to him about that the other day. Um, so that he kind of set me up for success um, in a way. So after I had Jordan on, um, I had, I mean, I've damn near had everyone on. I've had doctors, I've had fellow YouTubers, um, podcasters, comedians, uh, athletes, MMA fighters, football players, basketball players, coaches, which is coming soon. I'm not going to say who it is, but um, check the podcast out on Friday uh, for a special surprise. And it, it just... I'm blown away by how many people are actually willing to do this. Willing to come on my podcast and talk to a dumb 20-year-old. Doesn't really know anything about life at this point. Um, It kind of... I don't know. I'm kind of at a loss for words um, when I think about how lucky I am to be able to do a podcast with people that I... Um, respect people that I enjoy watching compete, um, given that my, my podcast is mostly sports. Um, I do branch out a little bit to to health and other other areas um, that are going on, or other areas and um, some things that are going on in the world today. But, I mean, to have the people I've had on, like Bernard Pollard, Vince Edwards, Taylor Tannenbaum, uh, Leonie Boudreau Dean Thomas Eve Edwards I I mean I could keep going on and on all the people I've had on it's it's mind-boggling um, if you had told me like, two years ago that I'd start a podcast and I talked to Vince Edwards and Bernard Pollard I'd be like what are you talking about? I don't even know what a podcast is um, so I mean at the end of the day it just I mean it boils down to how hard you work how hard you grind um, in this in this industry, I guess you could call it. Um, you have to, you have to kind of be annoying. You have to pester people. You have to force your way into things. You have to work hard, um, and show people that you can do it. And then, after you show people you can do it, you'll start to get the good, the good interviews. And um, that's what I've kind of found, within the last few months. Um, people really respect when, when you're grinding, when you're hustling, um, trying to pursue your dreams. Uh, people are more more likely to help you out than if you say, "Hey, um, I made these shirts for a podcast." Uh, yeah, whatever. I mean, people, the people that bought my my podcast shirts know that I've I've grinded and I work I work my ass off for every um, for every podcast that I do. Um, and I think that this podcast really lit a fire under me that. I've never been this motivated to do something in my entire life. I, I truly feel like I've found my calling uh, in podcasting and, and interviewing and, and writing as well. Um, a big shout out to Travis Miller. Um, it's kind of off topic, not not podcast related, but he, he gave me the opportunity to write for the Purdue sports blog, Hamer Rails, in December of 2019, um, so this past December in I mean, I've done more cool stuff in the last half a year than I have in my entire life before this. Um, I got to cover Purdue basketball games. Um, I mean, it's no doubt. Hammer and has no doubt helped me get some of the guys I've had on um, from Purdue and things like that. So, I mean, I don't want to harp on this too long. I don't want to talk too long for you guys. But, I mean... Just before I go, I want to give out a few thank yous. Um, First of all, thank you to my parents. Uh, Mom and dad, if you guys are listening, I love you. Um, I don't know if I'd be here or where I'd be if I didn't have you guys um, pushing me and and helping me and supporting me through all this. and. And they've been a, a huge support system for me. Um, they've they've supported me since day one. They've been behind me. They've always been encouraging, and while also giving me a stern um, stern talkings at times, trying to get me back on track, um, help me regain my focus, and things of that nature. So, I mean, without them, none of this would be here. Um, I mean, it's those are probably the two most important people in my life by far. But aside from them, um, huge thank yous to AJ Vetter, who's been helping me with marketing and promotion and the social media aspect of the podcast and growing and expanding it and trying to get um, sponsorships and, and things of that nature. Just trying to help me um, improve the overall quality of the podcast. Uh, it's, I mean, it's grown leaps and bounds since he started, since we started chatting. Uh, about things, he's a former Pike guy, um, doing his thing now in Chicago. And also a big thank you to David Perota, who joined started joining me uh, on episode six, five or six. Um, I can't remember. I have to go back and look. Um, and he's been helping me produce the podcast and edit them and make them all sound sound nice. And I mean, it's night and day. Um, compared to episode like four and five where I mean the the damn microphone wasn't even working that I had um so he figured that out and we fixed that I mean it the podcast was sounded a thousand times better after he started helping me and teaching me things as well um, so huge shout out to him I don't know what the heck I would do without him either and then just kind of the like the main supporting. Supporting people in my life, Um, if I miss someone I apologize, but the main people have been Grant, Jade, Brewer, Zach, Nail, um, Jaden, Plumber, Bryce, Derek, Will, um, Spencer, Joey, I mean I there's there's too many people to to uh to kind of specifically point out and say thank you to but um if you've shown me any type of support if you've come on the podcast I want to say thank you to all all those people that have come on um it truly means a lot that that you give me the opportunity to opportunity to have a discussion with you or interview you or um anything that we've talked about uh in the past when you've come on and then, I mean, lastly, is thank you to everyone who's who's listening to this. Um, everyone who's liked and commented and shared my stuff on social media, um, who've texted me and messaged me on social media, um, individually and said, "Hey, I love what you're doing. Keep it up." I mean, those those type of messages just they they make my day, and uh, I'm truly grateful for for all the fans. I guess you could call them. I'm not really used to having quote-unquote fans, Um, but all the fans that have kind of been with me from the beginning. um, I mean, I love you guys. It's a dub club, dub club for life, you know, and all the fans that I've made um, along the way. um, I appreciate you guys too. I love you guys. And hopefully um, we keep this thing going, keep this thing rolling, and um, start balling out.